Welcome everyone to another edition of Drunk Agile. We've been on, on hiatus a little bit because of the holidays. So this is our, our New Year's version of Drunk Agile. Um, I don't know if we should be dating ourselves, but uh, if you're watching this, Happy New Year 2022. I don't know, are we okay to say that, I think? I don't know. We can edit I that. I think out. we're fine. Uh, yeah, it's, it's that just, just, just so everyone knows the pandemic is still kind of here, yeah, regardless kinda. of. Yeah. Kind of. Speaking of who's here, the star of the show in the background, as excited as always. Hey, Nisha, how you doing? Once again, Great to hear from you as always. Yeah. Eyes are open, so. <laughs> That's the best we can hope for. Uh, and then, of course, uh, friend and pro colleague, Pratik Singh. Uh, Pratik, what are you drinking? Oh, so I'm having an old-fashioned, and it's this, uh, this bourbon that that I got as a holiday gift. Um, it's a contradiction bourbon smooth ambler. I didn't. I wasn't quite a big fan of it by itself. It's good in an old fashioned. It's it's a it's actually a blend of two different bourbons. One's wheat based, the other's rye based. So, hence contradiction. Hence the contradiction. Yeah, it starts off nice and wheaty, but then ends more with the rye spice, which I'm not a big fan of. But Nice and old-fashioned. That's, that's okay. That's what we, we talk about this. It's always good to have some mixing whiskeys in your uh, yeah. in your cabinet, right? Because, you know. Um, Something needs to go in the old-fashioned. Something's got to, yeah. Um, I went back to, I mean, this has been kind of a staple of mine um, lately, the, the Glengarry uh, um, uh, Virgin Oak 2012, I think. So it's a eight or nine-year-old, something something-ish or whatever. But uh, Missouri, I think, yeah, Missouri Virgin Oak. So, um, and straight from the cask, hand filled straight from the cask. So, um, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Happy New Year. So, I'll um, let me introduce what we're going to talk about tonight, Pratik, and then you can maybe take for a shot at answering if that if, that, sure. if that's okay. So, I um, uh, got got an email from uh, from a listener. Um, his, I hope we can I hope it. So I'll just say his first name. Um, his first name is Sadiq. So Sadiq, thank you. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, by the way. So thank you very much for, for listening. And thank you very much for, for sending us a question. Um, and his, his question is along the lines of this. You know, he's, he's looking at his data. Um, and specifically, he's looking at the, um, uh, the sample data in Actual Agile. We have you know, example data that's loaded in Actual Agile. And he's, he's like, you know, when I, when I look at that example data in Actual Agile, um, I, and I look at the cycle time scatter plot, 85% of my items take 16 days or less. He's like, okay, yeah. So it's like when I start an item, the expectation is I have an 85% chance of it finishing in 16 days or less. Uh, but then he goes on to say, and he's like, but when I run a Monte Carlo simulation and I set that Monte Carlo simulation for five days, right? um, the Monte Carlo says I have an 85% chance of finishing six items in five days. He's, and he says he's, you know, he's kind of confused by that. He's like, if it takes 16 days for one item, how can I possibly get uh, six items done in five days? He's like, that makes that makes no sense to me. What am I doing wrong? Um, are there different settings that I maybe need to set in Actionable Agile? Why, why is this happening? So, Pratik, uh, hopefully, hopefully, I explained the uh, the question okay. Uh, take it away. Give us a shot. Well, good news is, Sadiq, you're doing nothing wrong. This is this this kind of a result is to be expected, and we'll obviously talk about why it is to be expected. But before we dive into that, uh, we need to review a couple of things that we've talked about previously in on on the podcast. 
specifically cycle time and throughput, specifically those two metrics of flow. Um, cycle time is the amount of time something takes to get essentially through your process from the point at which it enters your process to the point at which it exits your process. Throughput is the number of things exiting your process per period of time, per day, per week, whatever, however you measure it. In Actionable Agile, you'll see it per day most of the time. Um, so th those, those two metrics are the ones that are used in those two charts. And well, to go deeper into it, Dan. Me? My, my, yeah. my turn? Okay, yeah. Your turn. Right, so um, the, the, the key here is knowing when to apply which metric to which type of forecast. That, this is the fundamental thing um, that I think everybody needs to understand. And we may have covered this, maybe you should go back and look and maybe we can post links to previous videos we've done on this. I think we've done videos on this. Um, but essentially you're, you're performing two different types of forecasts, whether you know it or not. I mean, in your mind, you're like, hey, we're just answering when will it be done? But that when will it be done can come in two different flavors. There's the when will it be done for a single item? Hey, I've got this item in my backlog. I haven't started it yet, but mm -hmm. I want to know once I start this thing, how long will it take for that one thing to get done? Could be a story, could be a defect, you know, whatever it is, but that individual item. That's a forecast for a single item. That's, and that's one type of forecast. The second type of forecast is a forecast for multiple items. Um, and this is, as the name might suggest, this is where you have many things in your backlog. Maybe you've got, you know, an epic that you've broken down into 20 stories. Maybe you've got a sprint backlog of, you know, 16 items that you've pulled in, PBIs that you've pulled into a sprint. Maybe you've got a release coming up and you're trying to figure out how many items can I fit in this release. Um, anytime, you know, that you've got those types of scenarios where you're not just for forecasting one item, you're for forecasting multiple items. That's the second type of forecast. And the trick is knowing which metric and which chart or which statistical approach, I guess I should use, uh, I should say, to use when you're dealing with, with each forecast. So should I, should I complete the thought or do you wanna, do you wanna finish no, the thought ahead. on that? Right. Okay. I'll, so, I'll talk on top of the thought later. So, you know, so um, Sadiq was talking about the first thing he said is, hey, my cycle time is 16 days or less, 85% of the time. And the thing to know there is cycle time is the metric you look at for forecast for single items. So this is when I've got, I've got an item, I haven't started it yet. And I wanna know once I start it, when will it be done? That's when we look at cycle time. And that's where that 16 days or less, 85% of the time. That, that's essentially your forecast. It's like, hey, once I start it, I have an 85% expectation, 85% um, uh, chance or an expectation uh, that, that it will finish um, within 16 days. The second thing is like, so it's like, well, but when I run Monte Carlo and I say, hey, for five days, Monte Carlo is performing a Monte Carlo simulation for multiple items. And in that simulation, we're using the flow metric of throughput that Pratik just talked about, the flow metric of throughput. Um, so, you know, it, 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 it stands to reason that hopefully it stands to reason that in five days, hopefully, you know, you're getting, you're getting things done. At least that data is suggesting you're getting things done probably most every day. So in the next five days, we are going to complete we're going to complete five things. Now, there's there's some nuance here. I think that we'll we'll spend some time talking about. But the the very first thing we want to talk about is single item forecast is cycle time, single cycle, single cycle. Multiple item forecast is is throughput, Monte Carlo simulation, and throughput. But so let's let's talk about that nuance there of, okay, but why isn't it just 16 days 
um, times times six or times five or, or whatever it is. Why, yeah. why, 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 why wouldn't that work? Why, why do we have to use yeah, well, two different metrics there? Yeah, exactly. Well, why is it that, as, as the question stands, why is it that if it takes me 16 days, 85% of the time, how can I get six things done in, done in five days? It's, it's perfectly, I, I, can, I can see how that can be confusing. Um, and, and we were talking just before about what's a good analogy to use for this. And uh, after coming up with probably a couple of bad analogies, the, the best I think we could come up with, which I came up with the bad ones, and I think Dan came up with this one, was, was, a, was a line at Disney. If you go to an amusement park, um, the cycle time they predict for you is usually printed up on or posted on top of the, the, the entrance to the, to, the, to the line. And it says something like 50 minutes or an hour for you to go through. That's the expected cycle time. Now, just because that's the expected cycle time for you when you enter the, the, the park or the, that, that line for the ride doesn't mean that multiple people aren't exiting that line over the course of those 50 minutes. Uh, multiple sets of people aren't exiting that line over the course of those 50 minutes. Uh, that doesn't mean that the throughput is zero for those 50 minutes. People are getting through probably 20, 30, 40 at a time based on the size of the ride people are getting through. Reason for that, again, is when you enter the line, other people were already in progress. Uh, similarly, when a new item is just picked up, other items are already in progress. Those items are still exiting. And that throughput measures the rate at which they exit. Um, so when, when Monte Carlo tells you that you can get five items or six items done in five days. So that, that's what that was. Six items, six, six items in five days, yeah. yeah. It is not necessarily saying that you're going to get six brand new items done in five days. Could be that that's what it was not necessarily saying that. If for most systems, what it's saying is you have some stuff in progress, things are getting done, most likely you're going to get six of those things done in the next five days could be one of the new items as well but if we look it looks like you're going to get six of these things done in five days yep. and th so there 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 are just to reiterate repeat um maybe bore people to death <laughs> um th th those are the those are the two big kind of subtleties that, that you, you you need to watch out for number one the reason that you don't use cycle time for multiple items you don't say, oh, I've got five items. If I have five items and my cycle time is 16 days, why don't I just do five times 16? Um, and the reason is, unless, I guess, unless you're only working on one thing at a time and you're not starting anything else until something finishes, in that case, that, that might work out. We'd have to do the math. That, 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 yeah, we can talk about that. It won't yeah. work out, but still. Yeah, but I mean, but in, 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 in that case, I guess what I'm saying, in that case, you'd be, It'll make more sense. Yeah, you'd be, that, that's, that's more the scenario that, that you're thinking of. It, um, however, in your context, you're not just working on one thing. You're probably not just working on one thing at a time and you're not waiting till something finishes till, till, till something else starts. Um, you've got multiple things you know, in progress. At the, you're working on, on many things simultaneously. That's, that's the first thing. And then the second thing that people need to understand is uh, the Monte Carlo simulation doesn't tell you which items will finish. It's just going to say, "Hey, I'm going to get, I'm going to get six things done in the next five days." 
Um, but it, it, it makes no claim in terms of which of those six things are. And as Pratik just said, some of those things maybe, some of probably are already in progress. Some of those things maybe aren't, um, but we don't know. We, we don't know. The, the Monte Carlo simulation is not, not telling us that. It only tells us you're going to get five things done in the next six days. So it's, it's, it's those two reasons why you can't necessarily use cycle time for your forecast for, for multiple items. That kind of breaks down. Um, what you really need is a rate metric. You know, how many things are we getting done per day, per week, or whatever? That rate metric, as Pratik just mentioned, is throughput. Yeah, and just just to throw a little bit more into this, what if what if we're working in this system where uh, we're let's say we're working in sprints and we have this rule that we've imposed that you start with zero and you end with zero. Right. That and, and many people work in that system have that understanding of how to work in sprints, which I think we'll need to dedicate another episode on how that might be wrong. Um, at that point, you might say, okay, I ran Monte Carlo over the last two weeks. I worked in four-week sprints. I ran Monte Carlo over the last two weeks of the previous sprint. I'm starting a new one. How many things am I going to get done? I'm on zero right now. Why doesn't just using cycle time work then? Why would Monte Carlo tell me I've got I've got zero right now, but nothing in progress? So if Monte Carlo tells me I'll get six things done in the next five days, there probably should be the things that are starting from zero right now. Why isn't that the case? Are you asking me? Yeah, you're supposed to answer that. Oh. <laughs> I can answer that. Yeah, you answer. I was, right. I was too busy thinking about, am I going to fill up my, my glass again? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't listening to you at all. <laughs> I was like, like, wait a minute, how much? <laughs> this, ladies and gentlemen, is why it's called drunk casual. Yes. <laughs> so the, the one trick with Monte Carlo, the one hidden secret of Monte Carlo is when you're running Monte Carlo, the, the assumption you're making is that the past which you're selecting models the future you're trying to to ask possible models the future you're trying to forecast if you're working in the system which starts with zero and ends with zero most likely your second half of that when it's ending with zero has a lot more throughput than the first half does and it probably isn't a great representation of how much you can get done as much as possible you want um and then if you want to look back to the assumptions of little's law episode as much as possible you want uh the age of the items to the average age of the items in your system to be to be constant or consistent um, rather than going to zero and having a zero age and then things growing you so you know it it, it just occurred to me that, that you know that, that this is one of those questions that i think um, you know, a, a lot of people struggle with, um, and and we probably shouldn't be drunk when when we answer it. So, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it's as, it's as clear as mud now. You know, you know that we, that we've explained it. You know, a little bit. You've got two different charts, two two different metrics uh, for for two different scenarios that that you're you're trying to forecast. So, 
Um, I just want to say a very, very, very big thanks to, to Sadiq and reaching out to us for, for the question. Again, thank you so much for, for watching. So, so glad that you contacted us. And um, I hope you're happy with the answer. If you're not happy with the answer, please leave us a comment and we can do a, a follow-up video to confuse you even further. You know, if, if, you know, if we can try. We've been told we're good at that. <laughs> Um, so I guess before we sign off, any 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 final words for uh, for our yeah. listeners on on this particular topic? Yeah, as 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 we as we've said probably three times already, um, when you're trying to to forecast multiple items, you're using throughput. You're trying to figure out how many things get out of my system at any point. Uh, at what rate do things get out of my system? And using that to find out how many things will get done. When you're trying to forecast how long a single thing will take, which you haven't started yet, um, we're trying to figure out, use cycle time to figure that out. So just back to the basics on that one. So um, with that, we'll sign off. Again, wanna wish everybody a happy and healthy 2022. Hopefully, you know, at some point we'll see the back of this this pandemic and get back to get back to normal, whatever whatever normal is. Whatever normal but, is. But please, everyone out there, please please be well and stay safe. And of course, please watching, please keep watching uh, Drunk Agile. Um, so with that, some days more drunk than others. Yeah. <laughs> with that, easy for you to say. We'll uh, we'll we'll call this one good, and we'll say. Um, See you in the next episode. Thanks, everybody. Okay.